Welcome to the Layman's Guide to the Multiverse, where we dive between the panels and break through the fourth wall. I'm your host, Matt, and with me this week, we got Paulo. What's going on, Matt? We got Edward. Hey, what's up? And we got Douglas. I am the knight. <laughs> God. So looking at the notes you guys gave me, um, apparently we have an ad, uh, somebody paying us to do advertisements, because I uh, I got a message here for Got Ham. <laughs> <laughs> Good night, everybody. <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay, okay. It, it, it's something that I've been wanting to bring up, and it's because recently I've been on this really weird, just kind of stick about whether or not Gotham City is 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 it actually a city of justice? <laughs> is it actually a fucking cesspool, or is it actually a fucking? rotting cesspool of scum and villainy a place where a billionaire playboy has created his own personal playground to deal with his crippling parental issues well i mean the tv show is anything to uh show it's not good well let's be honest here the show doesn't paint it in a good light and in doing research for this episode which i actually decided to do because Ooh. I didn't want to just go into it talking about how terrible Gotham City is. Yeah, no, it's been <laughs> terrible since its founding. Yeah, yeah. So it it's it's going back to like what we were talking about just now about about Batman and it being mm -hmm. his own personal playground for 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 beating up his, on, his issues. Yeah, beating up on his dad on his parental issues because it's not daddy yeah. issues; it's parental yeah. issues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I found out apparently something that I didn't realize. Traditionally, DC Comics places Gotham City somewhere in New Jersey. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah isn't yeah. it supposed to be Jersey City? Yeah, yeah kind of, sort of. Yeah, it's it's like yeah, it's like across the river from uh, New York City. Right. right? Yeah, yeah, it, it's just super goth New Jersey. Yeah, super goth New Jersey. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it's, it's it's pretty much it, hot topic New Jersey. It's if <laughs> if it's it's as it's as av, it's uh, it's if as if Jersey City had the crime rate of Camden. I thought you were going to say it's 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 as if Jersey City was directed by Tim Burton and scored by Danny Elfman. No, that's no, that's Asbury Park. <laughs> I'm sorry, New Jersey. <laughs> I mean, I live here. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, you guys, I, I hang out with you guys in Jersey, so it's fine. It's, fine. it's terrible we went to school in jersey together the three of us yeah, it's we fine. Did. yeah oh. it's totally cool he has jersey friends guys yeah so what can you tell us about the history of gotham exactly because all i know about gotham is that you know everything the movies and the, and the comics which is you know a post uh introduction of batman which it's never been portrayed in a positive light almost. so it's a fucking cesspool well, okay, have so you been listening <laughs> So one of the things I want to bring up is, is believe it or not, something that I I, I feel about Gotham City is that mm -hmm. the city itself is a character in the stories that are being written about Batman. Oh, um, totally. You know, very the, much. The, so. If you if you are a fan of the art of comics, if you look at the way the cities are depicted, um, Gotham City has a personality. Gotham City. Um, there's like a really beautiful gothic architecture to it. Something yeah. beautiful about the way the city is just kind of um, 
like in this really kind of dark, surreal way where you can get lost in all the alleyways that exist inside the city. So oh, yeah. obviously, obviously the city itself kind of uh, gives credence to like something is wrong within the city. And believe it or not, Definitely. Alan Moore is actually something festering. Yeah, Alan Moore in one of his swamps that Swamp Thing stories gave um, a fictional history to Gotham City that a lot of the writers have kind of expanded on. It's cool. Um, so Alan Moore, uh, we have we have Alan Moore to thank for Crazy Gotham City, which oh, thank you, you magical <laughs> exactly. That's a prize. <laughs> <laughs> um, so according to Alan Moore, a Norwegian mercenary founded okay. Gotham City back in 1635, and the British <laughs> took it over. So it's kind of I'm already it, right. That's the most Alan Moore sentence ever. <laughs> um, and then during the American- thank you for full time snake wizard, part time Rasputin impersonator, <laughs> part time. Yeah. That man practically is Rasputin now. <laughs> Have you heard of this? Greatest love machine. Have you actually watched the stories of Rasputin? Like the real history uh, of Rasputin, not to change the subject. Yeah, you mean Anastasia? Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> Where he was voiced by Christopher Lloyd? <laughs> you mean Hellboy? <laughs> yes, clearly. Um, no, the story, the man's story is out of a comic book, straight up. Like it is. He, it yes, is. Yeah, yeah. He's he a sex is. orgy priest in 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 old timey Russia. Imperial yeah, with Russia. a wart on his dick. I'm I'm aware. Yeah, he's a warlock with Although- his penis. <laughs> well, he did. He did eventually get rid of the wart. As well he as may the rest well of the penis. He a villain from Gotham City. <laughs> He'd be right, right, you're right. Dude, he was beyond a Disney villain. He was a goddamn Don Bluth villain. Think about He's it. He's a 10th level sex orgy priest. <laughs> <laughs> I'm healing word. A 10th level sex offender. <laughs> so, and then apparently, just to, just to go back to what we were talking about, yeah, and, yeah. and talking about snake wizards, apparently, like Gotham City, for whatever reason, just people love to do occult shit in Gotham City. <laughs> Like, this, is, this is when the city was founded. They just love doing Thank you all fucking yeah. things. Oh, I'm so glad so, I still got that Ouija board from Bradley's. I'm gonna go ahead, go ahead over, go ahead over to Gotham. Yeah, apparently. So now, now, a question: Is it because like Gotham is on like ley lines or something like that, or is it that the architecture of the city inspires the I mean, occult? Uh, a little of both. I was about to say column A, column got B. A little of column A, column B. I mean, one of the thing, another story that I didn't even realize was part of this. Uh, back in the 1990s, there was a storyline called Dark Knight, Dark City, where you mm-hmm. find out that the founding fathers summoned a bat demon in Gotham, Gotham City, an old Gotham town, as it was called, <laughs> before it became Gotham City, and that apparently that's what spread throughout the city. And as the city evolved, it just got weirder and weirder and weirder. Uh, was that Bat Demon uh, Barbados? Bar- Bar- it may as well have been Barbados. I think that was not the original um, idea of who it was. They just kind of was rando Bat Demon, and then it became mm. Barbados. Barbados. I keep calling him Barbados, but <laughs> yeah, I do the same thing. Um, for those of you who don't know, Bar- Bar- Barbados is Bar- a is a Bat Demon um, from the Dark Multiverse, um, who who pretty much wants to destroy all of reality. And he, yeah, he's a big old jerk. Yeah, he chose Bruce Wayne to be like his avatar, I suppose, at one point it was. Like he was supposed to be the avatar for um his his return to to actually like outside of being like trapped underneath the city. I think you're right. He was supposed to be like the body or like the host for Barbados. Yes, and this is this all happened. This we find out during um Bruce Wayne's trek through time after uh ah. Darkseid shot him in Final Crisis with his eyes. Yeah, with the 
fucking Omega <laughs> sanction. So the Omega sanction is um, Dark Side's uh, like ultimate weapon. Plot device. Yeah, plot yeah, device. It's, it's his plot device yeah. beams. And what it did was instead of killing Batman, or as we all thought, like everybody, yeah, thought. everybody thought that Batman died, uh, Bruce Wayne ends up traveling through time to like yeah. the beginnings of Gotham City and like through different stages. I forget how he caveman ends up time. jumping. Just... Yeah, starts in caveman times, ends up coming back to the future. It, it's oh, essentially when the hell was this written? It's essentially like Quantum Leap. Like he has to do a oh, thing, yeah, and then when right. he does the thing, he just. Like there's a portal right, and right, he jumps right, right. in and he just shows up somewhere that's else. That's right. He's jumping into the bodies of his ancestors. So when 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 was this written? Uh, 2010. This was right after Final Crisis. It was the yeah. the death and return of Bruce yeah, Wayne, was, I believe it was called. Mm-hmm. I gotta give me a second. I'll look that up. I don't remember the title, but it was right after uh, Final Crisis. Okay, uh, right. I think it was just the return of Bruce. Or is Wayne. the return of Bruce Wayne? No, it is the death. The return of Bruce Wayne. Yes. Right. This is right after. Um, yeah, it was written by Grant Morrison. So, like, that's hmm? all. That, that's oh, yeah, all you yeah. need to know. That's all you need, that's to, all know. You need to know. Oh, the Scottish snake. Yeah. Wizard. Yeah. yeah. Alan yeah. Moore's nemesis. Yeah. It, it, like, it sort of <laughs> picks up after Final Crisis. Yeah. Alan Moore's nemesis. Yeah. Alan Moore's nemesis. <laughs> Isn't it crazy that like this, so that the, the two fucking missions have written some of the most interesting Batman lore? It's really no. Weird. That makes perfect sense. <laughs> yeah. Really. Well, I mean, that's yeah, oh, fucking Marvel. <laughs> Where are your magician writers? Yes, this is May, May through November 2010. <laughs> all right, is, is all right. The right. So, if you want a really weird fucking Batman story, go back and read The Return of Bruce Wayne by Grant Morrison, please. Or if you just want any tidbits about God of the old Gotham, yeah, yeah, you get to find that. Yeah, old Gotham, Gotham. plenty, plenty of witches, plenty of uh, plenty of uh, owls, if you will, as well. Oh, which is, oh, which is a more reference. which is a more recent recent development in um. Hmm. In, well, I was not a fan of that book, but anyway, you though, didn't like it really. The Court of Owls yeah. was it? Yeah, but not a fan. Huh. It was all right. I actually really enjoyed it. I thought it brought no, a, it brought it's a, fair. Brought a lot more no, history to Gotham he, as well. He, it was cool. The thing that drives me insane is I'm getting really sick of the trope where Bruce Wayne finds other rich guy to help turn around Gotham City. Uh oh, rich guy winds up being the bad guy all along. Oh my god. Oh, my oh no, god. the is, other rich guy's a real the thing. dickhead. That is a real thing. It's well, I mean, only rich people really can matter. So <laughs> of course uh, of course they're either gonna Holy be heroes shit. or villains. I mean, that is something to talk about in regards to Gotham City. I think we should bring that I up was... after we get back from the break, but we're not there uh, yet. Um, yeah, we got a good twenty minutes before we do that. Uh, so let, let's talk more about the backstory, the history. Um, so it was, God, what was it? It was, you, you said it was a, uh, a, some guy from Denmark, found a it? Norwegian, a Norwegian, Norwegian. Norwegian. I, the name actually is Captain John Lugerquest. Okay. Say, say that again. I'm sorry. John J O N Lugerquest or Lugerquest. Okay. It's L-O-G-E-R-Q-U-I-S-T. I can't pronounce yeah, it. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yep. Sure. sure. Okay. Right there with you. Sure. Yeah. sure. All right. Um, so I believe you. <laughs> <laughs> so so any anything else interesting? Like how do why why is Wayne Corp? How did that so found? The 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 history of the city itself kind of boils down to there being um, a, a few major uh, wealthy families in the city, and they're right. the ones who kind of have run everything in the background. It's Classic Rockefeller exactly. types, right? Um, believe it or not, one of those is the Cobblepots, a.k.a. the family that birthed the Penguin, ah. um, the Waynes, and mm-hmm. I believe, who was the other family? It was the family that uh, Martha's from. I forget who the heck their last name was. 
I couldn't tell you offhand. I'd have to look that up. Well, huh, not sure. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember off the top yeah, of my head. Yeah, I, I, I can't uh, recall. That, that was the other family. So, uh, or was it? Wait, no, those are the Arkhams. Oh, yes. Uh, I believe she came from from that family, the family that kind of that 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 sprung up Arkham Asylum. Arkham Asylum originally was supposed to be a place where people actually got help and were actually yeah. not supposed to go crazy. But if I'm being honest, yeah. there's. There's such a disparity and such a problem with the, the poverty line in Gotham City. Most people live under the poverty line except for the people who are ridiculously rich. The people who are you usually see hanging out with Bruce Wayne in most of the movies <laughs> that you see. Right. You know, the Batman yes. <laughs> <laughs> Um No, but in all in all seriousness, like that that is something that really is um Part of the problem with the city is there's there's a huge disparity of wealth. The rich are just super freaking rich all the way from the beginning of Gotham's origin to up until now. Where where uh, it, it goes beyond that though. I just wanted to add one little mm -hmm. point is one of the things I remember about the history of the Wayne family is that um, okay, so uh, Thomas Wayne was second generation wealth if I recall. Mm -hmm. I believe so. Yeah, his dad got rich, and what. He and his dad uh, focused their uh, efforts on in Gotham was real estate and uh, the railroad system, the public transportation system. Okay, I believe that was. From and the movie, they made it, I, I think they did something in the, one of the books too, but right. uh, there's been so many. Uh, but basically, so not only is like Bruce Wayne the richest man in Gotham, he literally owns like like half Most the land yeah. in it, and. Aside from that, it's so no one can really come against, stand against him in his own city, because he controls all the land and the resources. Yeah, it's his. Like, like, yeah, like, yeah, it's all when, his. When Batman says this is my city, it's not even just like I protect this. I dress like a mammal. Like he, he literally owns the like whole a thing. flying mammal. Yeah. <laughs> oh, excuse me, I forgot. I'm sorry. <laughs> and, uh, and I think he bought up even more of the land in Gotham after um, No Man's Land. Oh, yeah, the yes, no thank you. Line. You're very welcome. Uh, because uh, only the Wayne Corps or Wayne Tech or whatever it is uh, buildings both. are the ones that survived the earthquake because they are the only ones earthquake proof. So the rest of the city was destroyed, and then to help, and and, and, and then to help the uh, uh, economy recover after, like a year later, when the city started to recover, uh, he started buying up more properties. I mean, I'm oh, laughing because, like, it it comes from like it comes from a place of good. Like, of course, Batman's like, let me earthquake proof all of this shit. So, <laughs> just to kind of give yeah. just to kind of give the audience a little bit of a backstory on that. So No Man's Land was a storyline from the at the and uh, just before the 2000s where Gotham City was destroyed by a 7.6 earth, earthquake. Yep. And I think that happened right after the city also was like got hit with like a, a plague. Uh, yes. was, oh yeah. <laughs> so like, a plague hit the city. Uh they had to quarantine the city and then the earthquake hits. And the United and States is the, just like yep. fuck the United guys. States gave just, up on Gotham. Yeah, they're just like it, it, it's fucking done. Yeah. Go there if you they, want. They, Please they, don't. Yeah. <laughs> they, they set up like a demilitarized zone around it. No one was allowed in or out. It was like That's no longer considered yep. a part of America. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it, we saw a little bit of that in the in the Dark Knight Rises. 
it was kind of like a half-assed version of that story because that story that's, has a lot more to you're it. totally yeah, right. you're 100 yes. right. that's very fair I, I i never really put that uh two and two together in my head but you're completely yeah, right yeah. huh. that, was, that was the point of that that was supposed to be part of what they took from that um but yeah that's that story kind of influenced the dark knight rises for those of you who have seen that movie um that's where that comes from but there is so much more to that story where like the actual city gets split up into uh rival factions for all the villains who take over mm. um and then like batman right. comes back in and try it's like a whole big thing where he shows back up he, he has to gather his allies again and then all of a sudden they start fighting back against all the gangs and just yeah. like i said part of it is just the city um this is inherently a fucking cesspool. exactly the city <laughs> yeah <laughs> the reasons everything goes wrong in the city stems back to this bat demon that got freaking summoned <laughs> by the founding fathers <laughs> god damn it george washington so pretty much gotham is cursed forever is what you got kind of. <laughs> according to according to a snake wizard yes. yeah the thing is is the people making the decisions for gotham aren't helping no no, no, and I, I was no. going to say to compound to compound what you were saying that yes, the the wealth is distributed horribly, but also most of the people that have the wealth corrupt in Gotham books. are fucking evil. You see, that's fucking that's, awful. See, that's the funniest thing though I find about Gotham. That's arguably the most unrealistic thing about Gotham because really? you look at well, no, think about it. Most major U.S. cities that are like you know used to be amazing but are now like kind of sketch. Like uh, the two ones that what like New York. No, 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 no. I'm talking like Detroit and Camden. Oh, right, right, right. Yes. The problem with Detroit and Camden was Camden was where Campbell's Soup came from. And then Campbell's Soup moved all the factories and then there's no jobs there and the place went to poop. Uh, <laughs> he kind of shit poop. Yeah, I did. But Wait, so jo so Jokerfish might have saved Gotham? <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second. Wait a second. There is there is a really good aquarium in Camden. <laughs> no and then and then similar thing for detroit all the like uh like i know chrysler i think ford most of those places they're now lit they're now uh operating outside of detroit they're all in the suburbs no they're gone so from like, all of that like they actually I, I believe the automotive industry completely left detroit no i'm talking about like the the the, the, the buildings and shit oh like those that. buildings like corporate all, yeah no all those buildings are just dilapidated that's what I'm saying. Is that like so? Like all the rich people in all these cities left. They all moved. The, yeah, Gotham. Yeah. They're all still there. Yeah, Gotham. They're all still got because they have. That's their. That is where they 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 own everything. You know, they they that city is run to the ground by the politicians who are corrupt as fuck. You know, and 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 the people who can actually do something about it with their wealth are too busy dressing up in a mask and a and a cape <laughs> to do anything about it. <laughs> I hate that I'm like hating on Batman because Batman's one of my favorite characters. But let's be honest here: this is the part of the problem is the fact that he is not using his wealth properly. Here's the thing, though: he's because he's still going through a lot of the same legal avenues that I guess he has to, and is trying to make the difference, or trying to make a difference the best he can. Right. Outside of that, by dressing up like a mammal and beating up poor people. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I said something the other day, like. It, one of his one of his most famous quotes is that uh, criminals are a superstitious and cowardly lot. Cowardly yeah, lot. that's because no one wants to actually be a criminal. No <laughs> normal person wakes up that's one fair. day and says, "You know what? I want to go rob a bank today." Yeah, just yeah, because you know I feel like doing it. 
<laughs> says, yeah. I, I, ask, ask the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants what they think about that statement. Yeah, they have no, but they have their reasons. They have superpowers. It was supposed to be ironic. <laughs> it ask Sauron why, why, why he wants to turn people into dinosaurs, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> but, but that's no. That's but honestly, things. like more times, like nine times out of ten, nobody wakes up and it's like, you know what I want to do? Crime. Yes, that is exactly what I want to wake up and do. Crime. Whatever yeah, crime everybody hands be. in three, two, one crime. Let's you know all these, <laughs> all these people that are that are that are doing crime, that are doing <laughs> the crimes. crimes in Gotham. Like they, they they end up joining the gangs of the supervillains, the gangs of the mobsters, because they don't have any other avenue to be able to make money. They have no other avenue to feed their families. And nowhere is that more evident than in some of the episodes that I've seen from from Batman the Animated Series, where like I've seen specific episodes where Batman. Like, he'll stop a guy. Like, he'll beat him up, and then he'll realize that he is not, like, a criminal criminal, so to speak. He's doing it because... He has to. He has to. And what he'll do is he'll put him up on a job. He'll give him a job at the actual... At the company, um, anonymously, so nobody knows that it's him. And they'll turn their Mm -hmm. lives around. Like And they're also an informant for him. That's also something that they do as well, but... You know, that's beside me. And sometimes they don't even know because they're an informant for Matches Malone. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Matches Malone, if you don't know, is uh, a criminal disguise, I guess, or a, a cartel alter ego that Bruce Wayne uses to uh, infiltrate uh, the fucking cesspool that is <laughs> He just has to. He, yeah. So Matches Malone, does. he doesn't really do any makeup or anything like that. He just dyes his hair gray <laughs> and walks around in old-timey clothes if you've ever watched Batman. Hey, he often puts series. on a mustache. Yeah, yeah. He'll uh, put on a fucking mustache oh, yeah, and sunglasses and he carries on. a look, match stick in look, his mouth. That's why they he, call him Matches. He he puts forth more effort than uh, Clark Kent ever did, okay? <laughs> hey, how dare you, all right? That guy wears his glasses and a, and a, and a and fucking suit. suit jacket that's like two sizes too big and he walks around with like a 45-degree angle hunch. Yeah. How dare you? Yeah, no, that's... that's <laughs> I, I will defend Ed on that. That's... uh. That guy is walking at a 90 degree angle constantly. How dare you? All right. So, so Matches Malone is Batman's uh, cesspool dive suit. Yes. <laughs> well, no. Okay. Hold on, though. Is it his, his cesspool dive suit? Because you could argue that technically his bat suit is his cesspool dive suit. Well, I, I think it Matches Malone, it's more he's swimming along in. You know this. Oh, when, okay. by, by that logic, is Bruce Wayne is a scuba suit. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. No, Bruce yeah. Wayne doesn't. I'm not mad Bruce at Wayne that. doesn't deal with the the scuba. I know he's, he's, he's too busy dressing up like a bat and punching poor people. We've established this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and that's like okay. And now that you know, we, we've talked about Gotham City a lot, and that's not yeah. even bringing into like the issue with Arkham Asylum. And like I feel like we could do I I, I want to touch on Arkham as part of this episode, but like I feel Arkham is an episode in and of itself too. We could probably do. Oh, 100 percent So here, let's try to wrap up and summarize though the points we're trying to get at here. So Gotham, crazy Norwegian guy, cursed it as per founding father's uh, crazy snack guy. Fa- founding, founding father's, father's cursed, cursed it by summoning a bat. George demon. Washington. George- <laughs> Alexander La- Hamilton. <laughs> Thomas Edison, Franklin, Gotham City. Three, yeah, three families (laughs) hogging all the wealth, a lot of poor people. And the argument we're trying to make here is that uh, more or less Batman is trying to perpetuate the horrible state of Gotham City so that he can continue being Batman. I don't want to say he's perpetuating, but he's absolutely not using 
his ability, his, his wealth as well as he should for it. So I do have a counter argument for that, but I think we can do that after the break. Let's do it after the break. All right. Ah. We'll be back. Grant Morrison loses a little of his magical powers every time you listen to us without liking and subscribing. So in hopes he may write more issues of Multiversity, please like, subscribe, and share us on whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts. Thank you. All right, and we're back. All right, uh, the brief recap again was uh, Crazy Dutchman comes, curses Gotham City, Founding Fathers summon a bat, bunch of rich assholes take over, and now Gotham's a piece of shithole that's like Camden and Jersey City on crack cocaine. <laughs> oh. I mean, that's a bit of an exaggeration, yeah. but you're not wrong. But uh, is it though? Yeah, I mean, basically, yeah, he was Norwegian, not Dutch, but otherwise, <laughs> Isn't it like part of the same country? Isn't it like the capital of one or the other? <laughs> I'm pretty sure that the Dutch are from Dutcherland. I dude, I don't <laughs> Dutch. I do, I don't know. I don't know my countries in Asia that good, okay? Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Everyone's offended. <laughs> Everyone. <laughs> but um yeah, no, so like like I was kind of saying before, so Paulo, it kind of sounds like you know, as we've talked before on this podcast, um Bruce Wayne doesn't think of himself as turning into Batman, he thinks of himself as Batman being Bruce Wayne. So in that sense, Batman is using his powers as Bruce Wayne to further perpetuate the cycle of poverty in the city of Gotham so that he can use that city as his own little sandbox to keep playing superheroes. I mean, I would argue the part about trying to keep people poor, yeah, keep people down, yeah, to keep people down. I mean, obviously, from from the example I gave before the break, he he doesn't want to do that. He wants yeah. to help people. He feels he's genuinely oh, trying to yeah to no, do better. Bruce, yeah, Bruce Wayne is still. I, I don't want to be like he's still stunted and he's an eight year old boy. But here here is an eight year old boy that watched his parents murdered in front of him, and he never wants anybody to have to go through that ever, ever. Right to like to the, to the point of dressing up, you know. Like a as bat. a flying mammal and punching poor people. I mean, I know he's bringing <laughs> that up, but it's like, I mean, you're not wrong. But, but, you're not wrong. And and he he does his best. And and arguably that's that's one of the other problems in the city that there's no infrastructure to support these these people who have suffered th th these traumas. Um, Man, if only there was a billionaire. Right, right. Like you that. would think so, but that billionaire is also one of those traumatic victims. Yeah, he he and he also only has so much money. When there's only one billionaire trying to make a difference, when everything else is like, I mean, I keep bringing it up, and like it, it's almost a mantra. That Gotham City is a fucking cesspool. Like but, I'm not even saying that it's a joke. It like it's terrible. But and there's only I've, one guy trying to make a difference. But everything I've ever read though about Wayne Court, it seems to make it on par with like a Stark Industries if not more. And so like, you know, you have all these governments using Wayne core and all that other stuff. You figure that 
they would be able to get the federal budgeting and stuff like that to get the city to stop being such a shithole. <laughs> well, I mean, you know what I mean? Also, like, this is also yeah, but, uh, like have, politicking takes time. Yeah, politicking right, man. Politicking takes and, time and, that he could be using to, you know, crypto poor people. I mean, look, <laughs> right, and 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 Flint, Michigan's totally uh, fine right now, right? Like the, the the people that live there totally can't light their water on fire. Well, yeah, but Flint, Michigan doesn't have the industry that it had 50 years ago, so nobody cares about it. That's the problem. That's, but you got to remember something. That's also the situation, a very similar situation in Gotham. Yeah, the, Gotham, the, Gotham City is Flint, Michigan times a billion. Exactly. But and, I thought no, but I thought Wayne Corp was supposed to be manufacturing out of Gotham. Usually, that's how they portray it. No, there were there were other companies that that were part of that. Like one of the biggest companies, and not to joke about this, um, Ace Chemicals. Ace Chemicals was one of the biggest, um, you know, employee chemical employers, company? chemical companies in the country, and they employed a lot of Gotham City as well. And then, mm. you know, the company went out of business. You know, stuff goes wrong. A, a man falls into a vat of acid and comes out with a white face. You know, shit happens. Yeah, it just, it's yeah. I would say that's a winning scenario for falling in a bad bat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just being a crazy murder hobo clown. That's <laughs> plus a gold medal. Yeah, gold, hey, hey, <laughs> gold, gold, fucking gold medal at the crazy Olympics. You did it. Lap it up, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in that, in, in that regard. So I don't, I don't want to keep just like trying to defend Batman because obviously there are things that he could be doing much better. Bruce, there are things that Bruce Wayne could be doing much better. But he's can also, he, he is also part of that cycle, that that victim cycle within Gotham City, where like, people are downtrodden, they're beaten, they've they've ha- they've dealt with trauma, they've dealt with their parents dying, they they've they've suffered like any other day, a supervillain shows up in Gotham City, fucking murders like thirty people. Okay, <laughs> how many kids have just been orphaned by those thirty people that have been killed by the Joker? <laughs> Or by Mr. Fucking Freeze, who decided that he needed to steal some fucking chemicals to try to save his wife. <laughs> You're right, though. You know? But he, Let's yeah. kick ice. Oh, God. I would say I think the real problem is is that, like, first off, Ed, you were just saying, can he do better? And the thing is, he could if he wasn't Bruce Wayne. Because what happened to Bruce Wayne has created this broken man-child bat thing that essentially... The, him uh, going out and you know fighting crime literally <laughs> that that is just like a violent catharsis like that is a power fantasy of a child who's been victimized and it's the only way he feels like he has power or control again so the like that part of him needs to be out there beating on those criminals maybe and, but if he weren't so broken then he would know that that time that he is punching poor people who again didn't probably wake up wanting to be a crime doers <laughs> um it, he could spend that time using that immense power of Bruce Wayne to fix like infrastructural issues I mean, systemic so, you know what mm. yeah go ahead i was going to say the Doug's point i just thought of something what movie are they getting out of when his parents are killed? Zorro. Uh, yeah, the Mask of Zorro. Imagine, Mask of if, Zorro. He, imagine if they're getting out of seeing Citizen Kane. Maybe Doug's re- maybe Doug's reality would have happened if he had seen 
a political movie like that instead of a Zorro. I mean, th- that's an interesting uh, little spin there. Yeah. I thought you were about to make some like bizarre Matt joke, and then you just made a really cogent. No, point. that's, that's <laughs> right. I mean, that is part of the reason that he 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 dons the mask as he does. It's because he was inspired. Part of that is the inspiration of the movie that they were walking out of, which is like a constant, or like an opera movie. Like I, I believe in the in the in the the Nolan trilogy, they're not coming out of the Mask of Zorro; they're coming out of an opera. I think that's also the case with Tim Burton, but. Every comic I've ever read that's touched it, it's the Zor- it's Zorro. Yes, yeah. In the comics, mm. it's definitely yeah. Zorro. Um, another thing that that I want to bring up with that regard is how much of a difference would have made in Bruce Wayne's life if he had gotten therapy after what happened. Who knows? Uh, probably a lot. Yeah, but yeah, I mean who that's knows? A, that's another thing, and that's something that again we don't we don't see you don't really, yeah, you Gotham. Don't see that thing i really want to see like we keep talking about how bruce wayne could do more he could do more he can do more i don't know what that legal red tape looks like right and not only we don't really ever see that i kind of feel i kind of feel that dark knight touched on that a little bit i mean he tried to get harvey harvey uh in as the da as the da well what yeah what what i'm getting at is you know batman can you know kind of walk work outside of the law but you needed someone like a harvey to you know Knock Working everyone down line. and yeah. yeah, yeah. But that's still that's still not a correct approach though, because you're not really solving the problem. You're just putting in people that you think will help you solve a problem of of, of you beating on poor people. <laughs> <laughs> but I only Ed. keep chuckling at that because it's like it's, yeah. it's so ridiculous. Um, it, like, it really is. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. It, we we keep hammering uh, on the fact that he's like not, I guess like not doing the right thing or not doing the right thing the right way. Turn that on its ear though. Like on the flip side, you don't think he's inspiring other people to do the right thing? That's also something that he does. When these criminals show up, like you'll have criminals show up from like Star City or Keystone or or uh, like Metropolis, and they have to drive through Gotham. They're like, oh fuck me, it's nighttime. The bats here. We're so fucked. I mean, that's what that the bat signal's for. The bat signal's exactly. not to summon. The bat signal's not there to summon Batman. The bat signal's there to scare off people who would be like, "Let me do something," and they're like, "Oh, mm, no!" Like, <laughs> oh, right, I forgot. Yeah, it's there literally just to scare. It's it's a deterrent. It's a deterrent. Is it though? I was about to say we want to be sitting here <laughs> having this conversation if it was. I mean, I mean, the, so, the classic so, argument is that Batman creates his villains. So okay, on on that point, if you're trying to tell me that like the, the bat signal is not a deterrent in a universe with like wrinkly blue Muppets and like billionaire sociopaths that like that become president, fucking magenta space Hitler named Sinestro. <laughs> the city that, could like, be much worse. Super villains aren't still going to exist. Like that crime still won't exist in this universe because a billionaire doesn't dress up like a fucking bat at night. Like, no, that shit's still going to happen. It would just be someone else. Uh, I mean, you're not wrong. Someone less theatrical, probably. I, I, I mean, look at look at Metropolis. Look at Dick Grayson. Exactly. Well, that's and that's uh, I, I do things. like as often as possible. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's an example of of his wanting to to do better and and. Fix things. I, and that's one of the reasons why I really like Batman as a character is he is not um, healthy. <laughs> not that. Not healthy. But like he is not 
your typical hero in the sense that he he's he's not Superman. He's no. he is not Superman in the least. You no. can't look up at Batman and say, "Holy shit, that is a man who who really you should aspire to and try to do." This is a man who suffered severe trauma as a child and found his only outlet to be beating up criminals whether they're supervillains or not supervillains because let's be honest and we joke about the poor people thing but the supervillains they they have wealth and money too they, yeah they do i really want to go back one second because uh, it follows up with what you were saying nicely follow mm -hmm. ed you were saying a few minutes ago uh do we think Bruce Wayne would have been any better if he'd gotten therapy? Uh, and my, my first question, yes, go ahead. Oh, sorry, my bad, Paul. But my first question of that is: uh, Are we talking regular therapy or Gotham therapy? Oh, I don't want to talk exactly. about Gotham therapy because Gotham therapy is part of the reason that we have a uh, uh, an issue with the supervillains. Arkham Asylum is a fucking revolving door. Well, yeah, it's because the most evil people in Gotham are the psychiatrists. Yes. yes the yeah. If he would have okay, let's put it like this: If he would have seen, if this would have, if his parents died, and someone said, "Let's send them to Metropolis to go get therapy," <laughs> what would have happened? Wow, you just you uh, you just led me into my next point, Paulo, which is but what if they send him to Arkham? <laughs> well, no, it's that the thing is, is you were saying like, oh, well, what if somebody made him do this? You know, when he was right afterwards, when he was eight, and the person who should have been doing that was his father figure, Alfred. How dare you! So Alfred encouraged, well, I mean, maybe not vocally, but he helped him along the way. He he helped groom Bruce Wayne to become Batman. Okay. When he could have been trying to prevent the, you know, the Batman from coming into being. By okay. Okay. He, I got an Alfred question for you. How for common it. is it that he is portrayed as being like some sort of former SAS guy? Uh, it's that's pretty much a that's, part of that's, yeah, part of that's, that's, that is, yeah that's yeah okay. that's standard yeah that's a standard Alfred fair yeah so SAS. so that's the other thing is you, you can't even say like oh well you know young Bruce Wayne would have just kicked Alfred's ass uh, no I'm sorry like until Bruce Wayne was like sixteen or seventeen at least no nah, no nah, Alfred would have taken it see his ass. I, I okay so in that I I argue that only because they have they have touched on this by the way yes so the problem is Alfred was his father figure but Alfred was also his servant. Alfred was his butler. You're talking about a systemic kind of system where he doesn't have to listen to what Alfred tells him. And he doesn't like he he was groomed to not listen to what Alfred told him. Yeah. So Alfred all Alfred could really do was be there for him and try to support him in the best way that he could. Yeah. He could offer him fatherly advice, but a young Bruce Wayne could be like shut up like shut up peasant. He could also, but, well, but Alfred wasn't he officially a ward of Alfred after his parents died? Um, so wasn't at wasn't some Alfred point, his maybe. legal guardian? Um, maybe I don't believe probably. So. Okay, so so I don't so I don't know offhand. Uh, I'm a hundred percent sure at some point that was probably a thing with all the reboots and and alternate years and whatnot. I can't recall that information offhand. Uh, That's fair. I, I guess what I'm getting at. I love Alfred. Alfred is first off the coolest butler in all fiction. Yeah, but I agree. Even even aside from that. I just love Alfred, but I really feel like he kind of dropped the ball as a father figure. I understand where you're coming from with that point. Um, I'm only going to disagree with you in the sense that I and I don't remember what story this is, but they have done this subject before. Um, and I believe Alfred's response was just like, you were going to do this anyway, so you might as well have had my help because you, like, you'd be dead without me. 
I get that because the thing is, is Batman's drive is, a, a, you know, an inherent mm-hmm. integral part of his narrative. So, yes, the Bruce Wayne would have, you know, done that anyway. But if we're talking about him like he were a real person who could have gone down a different path, mm-hmm. I, I think Alfred could have done a lot to steer him in a different Maybe, direction. Maybe. But on the flip side, you have – so here here you have a – on, on the flip side of your point here um, – mm-hmm. Alfred is a dad looking at his kid going, I, I want the best for my kid. And if he's, he's going to do this, I got to help him do the thing. Now, I, I get where he eventually landed. I just don't know if that was the right call. But then again, if, you know, he had been a better dad figure, then maybe we wouldn't have the Batman character. Well, and that would also, be a loss for all of us. You also have to remember, and this is something that I only recognize now as, as I've gotten older, is parents are human and flawed as well. Yeah. Oh, I mean, oh, yeah. I was about to say, we're talking about two broken characters doing the best they can. Uh, you got to remember something. Alfred also loved the Waynes. So yeah. Alfred oh, also suffered suffered so. as part of as part of what happened. And you see it. He was a victim as well. You see it in in so many different stories where Alfred is 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 um is just as tortured as Bruce about Dude, what that happened. Had to be, yeah. I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah, that, no, I'm just saying that was one of the most broken Michael Caine broken voices ever. Oh, dude, when, when yeah, <laughs> yeah, at the end of at the end of I've it, already had to bury both of your parents. How many more like that? Yeah, holy, holy crap. crap, like all of that, and and good Alfred actors really just fucking just like a. Michael Caine uh, was Michael so Caine? good as Alfred. Yeah. Michael Caine was yeah, so yeah, good yeah. as Alfred. Okay, okay. I know, uh, I know yeah. we were crapping on Gotham before, but that shows Alfred was fantastic. Uh, was he? I don't know. I didn't see it. I, yeah, I enjoyed it. I have, I have, I have, I have beef with Gotham. I won't get into that. But I hear that show goes fucking loony to Yes, it does. End. But apparently they start to own it, and that's when it actually gets interesting from what I've heard. But like I said, I don't, I don't know. I, I, I won't review or judge on it aside from the fact that my beef with it is I had that idea first. You know what I want? I want a a Batman uh, IP, whether it's a movie or a show or or, or, a, or a cartoon, directed by David Lynch. Oh my god, that'd be fantastic! Gimme that. All right, yeah. But going back, like you to- can't tell me that that like Serious House on on or uh, Arkham Asylum, Serious House on a Serious Earth, directed by David Lynch, wouldn't be the shit. Yes, that'd be fantastic. That'd be amazing. Oh my god, that'd be so yeah. good. But <laughs> <laughs> I like how you were just agreeing with me, and then like actually thought about what I said. And, like, well, no, I want that. I actually no, no, I, I, no. something like your conversation about Alfred just now. Like it, it actually mm-hmm. reminded me of something. So, if you ever read, so we were talking about um, the fact that Bruce Wayne had died, quote unquote, um, and then actually had been traveled through time. One of the books that was written as part of that was um, whatever happened to the Cape Crusader, which is a take on Alan Moore's whatever happened to the Man of Steel. Um, uh, Man of Tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, Man of Tomorrow. Thank you. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, and that Man's story that uh, you're talking about, Paulo, is written by uh, Neil Gaiman. Yes. So that story is written by Neil Gaiman. He actually touches upon one of the possibilities. So in that story, they they kind of go into different possibilities of, of who Batman was. Like they have a funeral for Batman, and all the villains arrive there too, and and all the different people that were part of his life, and and it's just it's a really weird comic and you i think everyone should go out and read it but there's a scene yeah. where they touch on yeah it's very surreal the idea the words that, out of my mouth. that the greatest villain the joker was actually alfred getting dressed up as the joker to give him something to take out his aggression on 
Oh yeah, and he hired his uh, former actor friend, or he, he got a hold of his old actor friends to dress up as the other characters. Yeah, and right. then, and Batman and and he Batman would be Batman, but it was actually Alfred who was giving him that villain that that necessity to be something uh, for him greater to fight than, against. Uh, exactly. than some of his parts. Yeah, exactly. So that was that was something I just wanted to bring up as part of something that was just really interesting having you guys having this discussion about Alfred. Um, because yeah. it, 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 you you can argue that Alfred is one of the reasons that we have Batman as he is, but I feel like that's also one of the reasons why Batman as he is is a sympathetic character. You know, Alfred gave him love, gave him affection, gave him something of a father figure for him to be, um, you know, something to look up to, and he's. You know, in 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 a lot of issues of Batman, you see Bruce Wayne. Um, it's one of the few things that he cares about is Alfred. Oh yeah. Like not to spoil anything. Like I I know we've discussed it beforehand, but I mean yeah, we we threw it out. There, yeah, we but... threw it out there. But like in the current storyline, there's some serious stuff going on regarding Alfred, and it's gonna have to be touched upon, and it's gonna be a big deal. Um regarding alfred and bruce and um i mean oh in reg- it, it, even even to that point the idea of what happened in another in an alternate flashpoint version of of gotham um bruce gets killed and as a result thomas wayne becomes batman i actually yeah if, if we were going to touch on the idea that um you know bruce wayne batman is the reason that these other people are dressing up you know, these big outlandish characters to then like go go do the crimes Mm-hmm. Um and I, I get my mantra for this episode has been Gotham as a cesspool. Um, Flashpoint, like Paulo just said, Bruce Wayne dies, Thomas Wayne becomes and Martha Wayne cracks under the, the guilt. Uh, yeah, the, 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 the guilt, emotional baggage of losing her son, uh, becomes the Joker. Thomas Wayne uses their wealth to like fund casinos and fucking other gambling rings and whatever porn and this xyz like hookers blackjack all that jazz um gotham's still not a good place no it, like it, it's it's not it's not just bruce and, wayne batman is the catalyst for these things it's just this place is fucking evil. and this batman is a militant batman like he has no problem with using guns no problem with killing and still the city is he's using joe chill gun yeah that's right he is using joe chill's gun i think uh what that story uh does a good job of illustrating is the like like the meta narrative concept that gotham creates batman and his villains and that if like bruce wayne wasn't around the city would find a way to form them in other ways well there's a there's that saying that there always needs to be a batman like that's actually something that they've touched on in in recent uh, recent storylines. The idea, like especially Scott Snyder's run, the idea that there always has to be a Batman ready to protect Gotham City. I mean, you could go back a little bit before um, Snyder's run with Batman. Like I was saying before, that like Ben is a symbol to Gotham. Um, Grant Morrison took that that concept and he made it global. Oh yeah, Bat- Batman Inc. And Inc. Batman Inc. Was the thing he he took the same concept of, of or I should say the in story, uh, Bruce Wayne looked at what he was doing in Gotham and was like, we could make the world a better place if we do things this way in other places. I just have to find the right like-minded people. They're like, I need help. He straight up was just like, I have to stop being fucking bat jerk to do all this by myself and go get me some help. 
So you had like like the Batman of Japan, the Batman of England, you know, the Batman of wherever. And they were all wearing the bat symbol. Yes, I've seen yeah, that that storyline's also freaking fantastic. Batman Inc. Grant Morrison's Grant Morrison's run was weird on Batman, but it was also really, really good. And again, yeah, in, in, in that story, he also touches on the idea of Gotham as a character. The idea mm -hmm. of Gotham being something that that creates um this need for for these villains and these heroes that have to now protect the city. It's one of the things that I, I love about the DC universe. It's it's what draws me to like the, it's what draws me to DC comics more than than Marvel. Um, you know, Gotham is its own character. Metropolis is its own character. They have these like weird named cities that are that are just as much characters and concepts as the characters that inhabit them. I mean, that's that's a good thing about using fictional cities, though, because you know, you can do whatever you want, do whatever you exactly. You can't do that with uh, you know Manhattan. Yeah. yeah, like Matt, how do you how do you kill a vampire? Um, it's a fictional character. It doesn't fucking matter. Yes. <laughs> However, you want. Yep. Yeah, that's really true. But uh, like I say, G Gotham is a really fucking fucked up place. Let's be honest here. And I don't, I don't know whether or not we can put all the blame on Batman. Um, it's definitely not. Here, here's a character that's making the best of his situation. That, like, I agree that like Bruce Wayne, the man, might not be something to, to strive to. But like, as a concept, here's a here's a person who's like the living manifestation of human perseverance like he got a really fucked up hand and still is doing pretty good with it you know what i mean he he's yeah I, I'd say he's, he's doing the pretty scariest good. He's guy a room full of gods essentially like here's your superman who can just like you know juggle the juggle planets or wonder woman who could fight everybody on the planet at the same time hell jordan's got a magic ring holly west can punch you a million times in the balls before you blink and they all look at the dude dressed like a bat, and they're like, "Fuck, that guy is terrifying." Yeah, I would not. Oh, he just cracked a joke. That's the scariest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> the guy that juggles planets looks at his best friend and goes, "You scare the shit out of me." Well, I mean, you could almost say that Batman is a result of his environment, and Gotham City is a terrifying place. <laughs> it's a fucking cesspool, my friend. Yeah. Good night, everybody. All of the music that you have heard is the song Dance Rock, off the album Descent of the Goober Monster by Jesse Spillane. It is licensed under Attribution 4.0 International CC by 4.0 license off freemusicarchive.org. If you have a question, a topic you would like us to cover, or simply wish to tell us all of the facts that we have screwed up, feel free to email us at laymansguidetothemultiverse at gmail.com. Also, feel free to visit us at our website at laymansguidetothemultiverse.com.